passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It's always game day in Cleveland. The heartache edition today is the Browns fall to the Miami Dolphins 39-17. Brought to you locally by our friends at Smiley One. Heating, cooling, and plumbing. Bryant and Smiley One, the right choice for your comfort. Um, Daryl, when we last left this very exciting Hang episode, on. I, I have to pause you because I hate to do that. I hate to correct you coming into a segment here. It's what I do. Heart, what I do. It's not the heartbreak edition. It's the heartburn edition. Oh, heartburn edition. I'm yes. sorry. Yes, we gotta, you know. So take your Maalox, your Tums, your Pepto. Settle the stomach down. Maybe the Browns will show up next week in Buffalo. Emodium or no? We haven't determined that. Probably yet. should get some Imodium AD and what's that uh, Metamucil? What Metamucil is that? Metamucil, the very good for you. The, the fiber stuff's good for you. The, the fiber stuff um, to help stay you healthy, get it my out. friend. To stay, help stay healthy. To help you get it out of your system, if you know what I'm saying. 
No, I hear you. I hear you loud and clear. Daryl, I just I don't know where you pick up the pieces on this one. Again, we talked about Buffalo and what happened to them. And now, you, you like, I still, my one level of optimism that I had going into this thing was, let's see, you know, maybe the Browns can go two and one over the next three. And the only way that would play uh, as an optimist would be to win game one and then split the next two, if that was the way you wanted to look at it. This town is going to be on fire tomorrow. And I think there's a, you're on the, if it wasn't for Deshaun Watson, I think you'd be on the brink of apathy knowing that the draft picks aren't out there down the road. And so that I, well, was, I mean, this is about as close to the opportunity for apathy for Browns fans as I think we've had in a long time. Deshaun Watson saves that though. Bad time to remind folks that uh, the last time Deshaun Watson played football, he led the NFL in passing and the Houston Texans went four and 12. Would that be a bad time? Let me check my watch. Nah, not such a bad time. I, I just, I don't have any expectations for him, Daryl. I'm, I'm none. Just, I'm, I'm just, I'm I just, just think saying, that like, people, if, if anybody thinks he's coming in to save the world, they're wrong. What they're ails wrong. this team is not the offense. That's the thing. And again, we can sit here and bitch and moan about who's getting the touches and how many and, and play calls and things like that, Andy. But the, the offense has been for the most part doing their end of the bargain this year. Like this is not an offensive problem. It's a defensive problem. And look, I will go back to Andrew Barry cutting Sheldon Richardson to save $9 million in salary cap space and deciding that they were going to go young at defensive tackle. And I got to tell you, not looking like the smartest move by the the general manager of uh, the the Cleveland Browns, who's in charge of uh, the whole operation here. Um, well, he, he said we have nine opportunities here. Yeah, well, they got eight left. Thank God it's only eight. Um, the uh, Back to what we were saying at the end of the segment, though, uh, in regards to getting out coached. Um, all week we were talking with players about the, the middle of the field and how the Dolphins just like to absolutely destroy teams around the hash marks. And so what did Mike McDaniel do? Ran the ball between the hash marks. And just totally kicked the Browns' ass up and down the field all day. Stay, I mean, you want to talk about embarrassing losses? The same thing that we've seen numerous times this season. Yeah, Teams I mean, that Charge, want to run on the Browns. I just Chargers Joe were gonna, bottom, bottom five or six in rushing, and they put up. Uh, let me look at it because I got it right here in front of me. Uh, the Chargers put up a whopping two thirty-eight and average seven yards a carry. Uh, the Falcons two hundred and two yards on the ground, averaged five point eight per carry. They lost that game as well. Uh, Ravens, 160 yards on the ground allowed, four yards of carry. Browns lost that game, and now 195 yards uh, on the ground allowed, and the Browns lost that game. Moral of the story, when the run defense does not show up, the Browns do not win. So um, I, I, I don't know if it's coaching. I don't know if it's a talent issue. I don't know if it's a combination of both. I will never say it's an effort issue because these are professional athletes. This is what they do for a living. And I, and just as somebody who's sitting in a chair watching them and, and that I I don't think it's ever fair to question effort uh, of pro athletes, but um, questions about performance or lack thereof are absolutely in bounds. And it's just, it's not been there on that side of the ball uh, this season. Um, And so for all the people that, 
wanted to say after the Ravens game and then the Bengals game, hey, they got the defense all shored up and fixed and everything's good. Well, Mike McDaniel looked at the film and he found the weakness and he just kept punching the Browns square in the mouth with it all afternoon long. That's a good head coach. Uh, Clearly, Kevin Stefanski was unable to find any weakness in the Dolphins' defense because the Browns' offense seemed pretty well stifled for most of the day, even though Jacoby Brissett, as I alluded to earlier, Andy, put up decent numbers. You know, 22 at 35, 212, a touchdown. Not great. Not going to lose you a football game either. Um, but, yeah, St- uh, Stefanski didn't – like, Stefanski was unable to exploit what was thought to be a detriment to the Dolphins, and that was their secondary, their their corners on the outside. Amari Cooper didn't get a lot of chances to make plays on the outside. Donovan Peoples-Jones led the team in catches today in yards. But, yeah, I mean, Kevin's offensively, the Browns were unable to exploit anything against Miami. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. And that pretty much sums up the season. Yeah, right? I, I, well, I, I'm just. <laughs> what do you What are you doing with Joe Woods here then? There's I mean, nothing I, to do. I don't there's, think there is. I don't know. There's another. I mean, I think there, you got to eat it till the end of the season if you don't right, like him. Right. There There are no changes to be made right now. Um, this is not a, even one. Well, I think because, no, because Deshaun is coming back, you can't make. I mean, you you don't need a change because you have a different distraction to keep your. Yeah. Well, I, to keep is, everybody kind of occupied. I, I'll go back to the Hugh Jackson firing, okay? Mm-hmm. That had to happen, right? We all right. agree, had to happen. And then when you watch the second half of that season and what Greg Williams, Mr. I've got 30 teams that want to hire me without interviewing me for head coaching jobs, right? Right. Uh, takes over and uh, they, uh, what, finish six and two down the stretch, something like that. Five well. and three right, around that, right? And then you sit there and say, well, Okay, this is a this is a 10-win caliber football team had we had better leadership from the head coaching position. Um, you have to have somebody to replace them with, right? And I, I just I don't know who on the defensive side you turn things over to if you fire Joe Woods. Just like if you fire Mike Prefer in season, who do you chain, you know, who do you turn over special teams to uh in, in that regard? So I and and again, these are very process-oriented people, Andrew Barry and Kevin Stefanski. If they're going to go down, they're going to go down doing it their way, right? So right. um I I you know, while Stefanski has shown the willingness to pivot in some occasions with uh, you know various circumstances that have been thrown his way, just all out flat out change for the sake of making change. That that's just not how he operates. That's not how Andrew Barry has really shown himself That's to true. operate as the top football executive. So it's easy for you or me, and even fans, to hear and say, "Hey, they, they got to make changes. They got to start firing people to get so get the you know attention and this, that, and the other." But you know, look, we've seen the ability of this defense to play at a high level, 
at some point, I, I do feel like players have to share some of the blame here for the lack of success that they've had on that side of the ball, right? Um, right. It's, it's not 100% just coaching. And so I, I just – I don't think much changes when you – if you were to fire people right now, contrary to the Hugh Jackson situation where, yeah, you just had to get that cancer out of the building. And then all of a sudden, everything around the organization suddenly changed for the better. Um, and I just – I don't know that that's going to happen right now. So, sure, we can have these conversations as we get you know through this second half of the season – and we we get to the home stretch, and then obviously early into the offseason, and we'll wait and see ultimately what the Browns organizationally decide to do uh, from top to bottom after the season, depending where they ultimately end up. I have a feeling I know where they're going to end up here uh, because, again, I don't expect Deshaun Watson to come in and save this franchise from itself. Uh, I, I But it's just, yeah, I just I don't see changes right now solving problems. That's what this all comes down to for me. But here's my other question. Let me go back to this other part because this goes back to coaching too, Daryl. That if you know, we we saw Kevin Stefanski take some of the younger guys, put them on the field at the end of the game. It's an yep. opportunity to put them out where you get blown out. Do you hey, think the start? It, did it did the guys quit? Did they yeah. quit today? I don't know if they quit, but I, again, it's one of the positives, the silver linings that I can. Hey, Kevin Stefanski got to empty the bench at the end of the game. Great, get some guys some hmm. playing experience. You know, all sarcasm aside, like that, I don't know, a little benefit to that. Unfortunately, Wyatt Teller seems to have either re-aggravated an injury yeah. or got, got re-injured uh, something else because uh, Yelda Froholt was back in there at, uh, at, at right guard for him uh, by the second quarter. So that's unfortunate. Um, you know, five different Dolphins scored too. Like it's such a well-balanced, well-oiled machine that we got to watch. And now clearly I'm not talking about the Browns, but you know, Tua continuing the MVP caliber campaign. But think about that. Five different Miami Dolphins scored touchdowns. That's just like, absolutely incredible. It's like watching an Ohio State game. Same thing. Yeah, it is. It, but, yeah. Same kind of thing. yeah. All right, let's do this. Let's take a quick time out there. We'll come back. We'll continue on with the aftermath that was Browns Dolphins. 39-17. Miami a winner. Miami a winner. Back with more. If you like what you're listening to, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to the podcast.